0: Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. On this mini episode, Christian Calderon shares his perspective on success the level of love he has for the Rhode Island music community, as well as the ways he gets through writer's block. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please leave a rating and review, and also make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening right now. Thanks! Is there a piece of music advice that you've learned from a mentor, or another bandmate, or just, you know, club owner, or whoever has been part of your musical story. You know, someone uh, that they impressed upon you that that stuck with you that you would like to pass along.
1: Yes. Um, I'm not sure when it was. It, it, it was within the last four years, though. Um, talking with Gregory Rourke at mm-hmm. the parlor. Um, I've known Gregory since high school, so we... we We've, uh, we've talked a lot and we're, we're, we're quite close. But um, he was telling me a story about an, an older blues musician who was playing. And I don't know who it was, but he was being questioned by like someone who was sort of, I think, genuinely asking why she's still doing what she's doing. Because she, she's never going to make it at her age. Like that's how the okay. question was posed. Yeah. It was about like achievement. And and what Gregory told me is, you know, he kind of his answer was she's made it. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. She's playing, she's doing what she loves. And she's still doing it. She has made it. And, you know, that connection to um that you know it wasn't really advice but it was it was like just an amazing thought that if you're doing what you love then that's the highest point of achievement so you disconnect it from like a material sense of success yeah and just the pure activity the the pure action of doing it you've made it yeah. Where else is there to go? Even if you're a professional musician, you're still doing the same thing. You're going out on stage and yep. playing. If you're going out on stage and playing to ten people in the backyard, you you made it. Mm-hmm. If you're enjoying and and so that 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 really made an impression on me because sometimes musicians, I might be coming off like oh you know I, I, I I'm above all this, but I'm not. I I get upset. I get I get depressed about things musically, uh, you know. But that that sort of notion that, hey, I'm still doing it. Yeah. And I'm doing it with musicians now who are, like, the best musicians I've ever played with. Like, And they want to play my silly songs. (laughs) Like, what a great notion for musicians to think about. Mm -hmm. If you're doing what you love and you're enjoying it, and other people are contributing with you, unless you're a solo artist, then you made it. Mm-hmm. Who cares what other people think? And mm-hmm. who cares about objective um measures of success? Mm-hmm. Come on, there's like amazing musicians playing right now, somewhere in town, that,, eh, you know, a lucky breaker there and they could be touring and they could be on the radio or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's so beyond anything right now. Yeah. That matters to me. You know? And in some ways, maybe playing locally even frees you up a little bit more. You don't have to. Who cares if you... I just play a different... I get a different band when I write different songs. (laughs) I don't have to play the same songs for 25 years. In some ways, that's liberating. Yeah. So... So I'm sorry to make that such a long answer, but no, Gregory Rourke uh, has a lot of pearls of wisdom, and mm-hmm. that's certainly one story that's stayed with me. Yeah,
0: no, it's important to just shout out that, G.
1: <laughs> keep that up
0: front. You know, it's so hard to uh, to not look at these like external measures and get there's. It's really easy when you're pouring so much out and and wanting to have this other. Um, stuff almost be validated, but mm. um, removing that and just looking at just what is happening, you know, mm. and that, um, you know, I personally I've tried to do that a lot more too of just like I'm trying. My goal is to write a record that I will listen to. That's
1: a great way to think that's about it. it.
0: You know, like that's hopefully a, other people like it. You know, and I I do feel um, that people will really like the new high plains album um but if they don't then i'm listening to it um my kid shout out to theodore started singing undone the other day which is pretty cool um
1: so that's funny you say that (laughs) because a lot of times in my mind that's what i'm doing like yeah when i die you know my my kids will have these and they'll yeah my kids are I was going to say, my kids are great because they like my music. That sounds so terrible because <laughs> I just talk about return, removing the external measures of yeah, success. Yeah. But my kids are great because they do appreciate what I do. Mm-hmm. And they'll listen to the songs and they're like, oh, dad. Because trust me, they have teenage t- tastes in music and, and more evolved stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but they listen and, and mm-hmm. are like, they, they dig stuff, you mm-hmm. know? And so I, a lot of times, that's my measure. Mm-hmm. I just want to leave something. You know, maybe their kids, they'll get to know their grandpa. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And they'll be yeah, like, yeah. You, know, and may, you know, maybe that informs some of the themes I write about. I don't tend to write, like, a lot of sexy love songs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm also old, so <laughs> you don't write about that when you're my age.
0: <laughs> uh, but with that, though... Uh... You've been playing music for a long time, you know, written many different styles of music and, you know, done sound, done, just had your hand in a lot of different things in music. Has there been something that you've learned from your own personal experience that you would like to pass
1: along? What I would say to, the, to musicians and, and everybody really, but I, I would say if you love someone, tell them.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. if because you don't know if you're going to see him again and and it sounds terrible to say but like it's happened to many of us recently where (laughs) you thought you'd see that person next week at a show Mm -hmm. and now they're gone so it's made me realize how much the musical community means to me how important it is in my life how it's been a constant through my life. Of course, there's all oh, this all jealousies and this and that, but you know, when, when you take all that stuff aside and put it in its box, it, it really like it's people sharing a, a passion. Mm-hmm. And there's work colleagues we have that we get along with great. But you know, I think when you share a, a passion you have to appreciate how important that is and tell people mm-hmm. and from a musician's point of view, when you can be in connected with that emotion and acknowledge it and, and be as, as free with it as you can be, cause you know, there's a risk involved in this cause you can get burned and get hurt. Mm-hmm. But if you can sort of deal with that, the more open you are with the musician as a musician, the 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 more you grow as a musician and the better the music. You're able to hear other people. <laughs> I'm I'm a songwriter, but I, I still listen to what other people are playing and then it kind of changes my playing and sometimes changes the song. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't just I don't think I've ever barked at like, oh James, play it this way. Sometimes I have an idea. Oh yeah, I just had an idea for this drum, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't, I hope I, I don't really give too much direction. I love to let things go and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And you trust the people you're with, you value them, mm-hmm. and it just elevates your game. So I think if you love people, be in touch with, be in touch with those those feelings. Tell them, and don't stop telling them. Mm-hmm. I know that I know that's. Uh, you know, pretty, pretty emotional answer, but that's what I'm feeling these days. And specifically in songwriting, my, my sage advice to, to young songwriters um, is to listen to different styles of music. And if you feel like you're getting stuck, switch instruments mm-hmm. or throw your guitar in some tuning detune your guitar strum it till you it sounds interesting to you and right mm-hmm. because there's something just about hearing different combinations of har- different harmonic combinations that open up different fissures of your mind and sometimes if you're a little blocked I'll go to the piano, my left hand will start doing this weird bass thing that I would never do on guitar because I only have four fingers to do stuff with. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's an idea, and then all of a sudden it sparks an image, and then I have the beginning of a song. Yeah, okay. So songwriters, you know, practice your your craft on different instruments and different tunings. Even if you can't play them. Hell, I can't play piano, but I write songs on piano. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, and then
0: I always want to ask, uh, what inspires you? you know, it can be you know, with your songwriting, your lyrics your, itself, or just um, you know, a more general question as well.
1: Seeing great live music is still very inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a it was a real reason why you know COVID was so hard. It, yeah, it was yeah. it was a specific reason why COVID was so hard for me. Yeah. And yeah you know, I'm sure other people can completely relate. Not being able to see live performances and the magic that happens when the bass and, and mm-hmm. drums click into a really great rhythm yeah. and the other things that happen, you know, that that's, that's inspiring. And I still completely get off on, on great, great shows. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of songwriting, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's more of a compulsion for me than it is an inspiration. Mm-hmm. I just can't like not do it when I'm not doing it. I'm a miserable bastard. I mean, like I mentioned in COVID, I I wasn't writing. It's I didn't I. I don't know. You know I like I, I mentioned before. I get really really deep into some into into writing when I'm in the middle of a song on 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 a lot of things, and it's. I don't think I wanted myself to go there during COVID because oh, okay. I, you know, I was just hanging on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had a family and kids who were struggling. I couldn't be a basket case and I, I can be a basket case when I'm writing songs. Uh-huh. And I just didn't think I could allow myself to go there because, you know, we, we all needed to be strong for each other. Yeah. And we did. My family it wasn't like I was helping them. They, they helped me more than I helped them um but i think song songwriting to me is it's more of a compulsion i Mm -hmm. I just whether it's working out stuff that's going on inside my head subconsciously and i just stream of consciousness let lyrics come out and then grab an image or an idea and then write the song based on that 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 i would interpret as a real almost organic way to write or if I have a concrete thing, like when I had the conversation with my friend about the being an empath, mm-hmm. I don't know, then I just get this like overwhelming feeling like I have to sit down and block everything out and do it.
2: Okay. So yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's, I don't
1: know. There's a real tough question for me because I don't know if it's an inspiration. I, I think it's an obs- like more of a yeah, compulsion. The, yeah. Yeah. It's like a terrible thing. It's terrible. My family hates me. Leave me alone! <laughs> Although it's this. funny, yeah. all my all my phone things, like where you I'm trying to write my whatever. voice, yeah. yeah, you hear dogs barking, <laughs> <laughs> you hear kids yeah. yelling, yeah. you hear my wife, wait, did you get the clothes yet? It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave me
0: alone! <laughs> well, this has been really cool to talk to you about what inspires you and, and what what drives you and, and just your experience uh, with music in, in this regard. So thank you for sharing that christian well thank you for asking me and uh yeah it's been a pleasure thanks again for listening as you just heard christian talked about ways to switch things up to create new songs so i want to share an example of this with you what i have next is his song figure eight that you'll hear is in a different tuning than most other tracks on high plains new album ghost town The song also happens to be my personal favorite off the record, so, hope you enjoy it as well.
2: If you got something to say. Gotta open your mouth If you need your voices heard, lay it down and play it loud I see you on your cross, so quiet and proud. It's a moment of truth and it's a matter of time. It's a figure of speech and it's a very fine wine It's the distance from each memory to the very same scar Just a fool who takes all of this too far Starts or where it ends, I can't find. Where this starts or where it ends, I can't find. Where this starts or where it ends, I can't find. Where this starts or where it ends. the distance from this rooftop oh, up to the stars yes I'm certain that I'm just a fool who's taking this too far Where start starts or where it ends, I can't find. Where the starts or where it ends, I can't find. Where the starts or where it ends, I can't find. Where the starts or where it ends.